Welcome to the Two Northern Lasses' latest podcast. In this episode, Michelle and Jane discuss Our Moments, Part 2. Everybody, um, Jane and Michelle here. We're um, we're actually we've just done a workout in Michelle's gym at her house because obviously it's January and we're on the mission to lose two stone in a week, which is not really happening. <laughs> um, but anyway, as we were together, we um, and we've had loads of really good feedback on the episode that we did, which is called Getting to Know You, where we play the game with the I Moments cards. So we thought that we might just have a little bonus round. Um, and play it today. Yeah. So, do you want to um, pick a card first, Michelle? Yeah, so we, we're playing this game at our moments, and actually, we randomly ordered the couple's version. So, um, we're going to take it in t- turns to ask each other these questions, but we're not a couple, are we, Jane? We're not a couple. <laughs> not yet. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask Jane the first question. Ooh, mm. what's the worst piece of advice you've ever been given? The worst piece of advice. I don't know, because if someone gives you bad advice, don't you just go, whatever, and move on and forget about it? So probably won't remember. I don't think I've ever been given a really bad piece of advice and taken it and it's worked out badly. Mm. Because I'm a bit more smart than that. Mm bit more smart that sounded really yeah. smart didn't it I'm a bit smarter than that I'd like to think yeah um I I got told when I was choosing my options at school that if I chose Latin it had helped me for when I started studying to be a doctor when at that point I wanted to be a nurse <laughs> which I never ended up being but I was never going to be a doctor and actually I, I loved Latin and I got a really good grade for it but Really, why is Latin going to help me when I'm going to be a doctor? Because of the old words or something. I don't know, maybe it's because medications are called... They, might, they might have Latin derivatives. Yeah. Um, but you liked Latin. Yeah. And you got a good mark. That's yeah. why you got a good mark, because you liked it. Yeah. Um, another thing as well is that um, my son's doing A-levels now, and, um, and one of his teachers had advised him that it's frowned upon when people get jobs through the back door. And uh, and he said to me, what do you think about that moment? I said, well, I wouldn't have put it like that, but jobs, people get given jobs through the back door anyway. But oh, back, yeah, door, back door, um, networking, you know, when you get it. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it, because if you build a relationship with somebody because you know them and then you're successful on the back of it, that's yeah. you that's built that relationship. So. Don't yeah, like no, I don't like I don't it either. Like that I said to him, um, he didn't say anything to the teacher, but I said, if it comes up again, really, that's what we call in the professional world leveraging your network. Yeah, yeah, and we do it all the time, don't we? We recommend yeah, people for used to certain be. pieces of work. It, it, things are different now because things things are built on relationships, mm. and you know, back in the day, it wasn't necessarily, was it? No. No. Maybe it was frowned upon. Maybe that teacher's really old. I don't think he is. But anyway, I don't want to name names. We're not no, no. teacher shaming. No, not this week. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay. Right, shall I pick one for you? Go on then. I'm going to I answered that one though, really, didn't I? Yeah, but it's fair. It's fair. Have you ever won an award? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, when I was little, I was in the brownies. Well, yeah, I don't think you've uh, uh, no, just No, and then I went into the guys, girl guys, and I actually won the Queen's Guide Award. So I've got a certificate somewhere from Queen Elizabeth. Now, I don't know where that certificate is. Um, I don't even know if that award exists anymore, but I have got an award. And... Um, when I was at Cisco, I won quite a few awards, sales awards, achievement awards. I won, um, one year I won an award for some of the work that I was doing around diversity and inclusion. And I actually won Chairman's Club, mm-hmm. which is a really big sales award that American corporates are a fan of. So I got a trip to Hawaii. Nice. With the chairman. <laughs> Maybe not so nice. Well, the chairman and his wife and other board members <laughs> and their partners and all that sort of stuff. Oh, and Clive came as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's all right then. Yeah. Yeah, I've had... Um, I don't think I've ever won an award specifically with my name on it. Well, other than when I was an imp in the brownies, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not counting that. I think I was an imp. <laughs> um, but I have won... Like, in my career, I've, we, the business that I've worked for has won awards. Like... Yeah. Excellence in marketing, which clearly, as the head of marketing, yeah. won mine. That's yeah. That's my award. <laughs> I haven't got it at home. When the company went bust, I left it, it to, yeah. and it went up in flames. Um, and I once won the, the the most prestigious one. I probably won was we won um, an El Deco, you know, the interiors mag mm. for best wall covering. So this was when I worked for a tile company. So we entered it thinking a wallpaper company would win. Um, so it was pretty big at the time because for a tile to win a wall covering award was uh, was pretty massive. And I had to go down to this um, awards do in London. It was so pretentious. And I'd, I was on maternity leave at the time and it was pretty much, yeah, you've won this award, but if you don't go and collect it, then you're not, you're not winning it. <laughs> So scenario. you need to buy a table of ten that costs so, a thousand. Oh no, I just head. went down actually with the girl who was covering my maternity leave. But so I was massive at the time. <laughs> oh, so you hadn't so had the baby? I'd had the baby, oh. but only like I don't know a few weeks, a month or so, and um, and we went down and it was uh, yeah, it was so pretentious and everybody was um, it was it was it was I mean so it was thirteen years ago, wasn't it? So that's how old Lucas is, um, and it was in this really cool urban space um like in shoreditch (laughs) i can't even remember where it was it was um but they they gave the awards out up some stairs so we were me and me and this girl i worked with sorry were milling around nobody was really paying any attention to us because we were just two northern lasses who were just talking to the barman because he was the most Mm. interesting man in the room and um and nobody nobody gave us the time of day better than i did anyway then we won this award and i went up up the stairs to get it um, you didn't got fall the down. award. I didn't fall. Obviously, I was worried about falling down the stairs. But coming down back, just at the bottom of the steps, so I'm still not in the crowd, so everyone can still see me. And my necklace I had some beads on. <laughs> <laughs> got caught around this man's watch, <laughs> and I walked off. But I was stuck to this man. It was so embarrassing. And then, but then afterwards, everybody wanted to know us. Everyone's like, oh. Congratulations! And I was a bit like, uh, you didn't want to know me before, so you know, do one. Uh, the winner's circle. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
You ready for this, Jane? Well, this is sort of mm, a strange one. Have you ever dreamed about starting a business? <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot. <laughs> and then I did. Yeah. The end. What about you? I've always wanted to have my own business. I, I always, you know, when I was early in career, I used to think about what I could do to make millions when that at that point money was the driver. Yeah. And, uh, oh, we always used to have team meetings and we'd go out for a drink afterwards and they'd be like, right, what can we do? Where's the next tech unicorn and stuff like that? And, yeah, I always dreamed about it. And, yeah, so I did start my own business and it's... Not making millions yet, though. It's not making anything. <laughs> <laughs> One but day. I'm, st I'm, I'm not driven by the money anymore. No, that's it. So I'm not, it, it you know, as long as we things. break even and... I'm healthy and happy, I'm not really that fussed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've got my business now, so it's a year old in two weeks. Yeah. But I'm also now thinking of other ideas. Great. So I'll never stop thinking, but that's that's what I do. I'm, I'm a marketeer. We should, I'm always uh, thinking of new ideas. Keep that quiet. Yeah, so that the masses don't find out. Yet. Oh, yeah, because it's such yeah. a good idea. Someone will steal it from yeah. me. Yeah, great. Right. <clears throat> What's your best family vacation memory? Family as in when I were younger well, with I was my just mum and dad. Say that. Could be either, could it? When we were younger, we went to Filey every year. Uh, for those listeners that don't know Filey, it's on the east coast of Yorkshire. See, we were west coast holidays. Oh, was it Blackpool and stuff? More than St. Hans. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's the first bit. <laughs> Yeah, we used to go to Filey every year and we used to take the dog and um, my dad used to drive over with suitcases on top of the car and uh, yeah, that's we went, we used to go for two weeks every year and I love it. And, and where did you stay? In Filey, in a like somebody's, it was like a holiday rental or something, a house and um, and we loved it and I've, I've got loads of good memories about that and I love going back to Filey now. In fact, we nearly looked at buying a place there. Do you there. take your boys to Filey? No, but we nearly bought a place there. And anyway, we ended up buying in Spain instead, but it's somewhere that I really... I love that East Coast, like Filey, yeah. Whitby, Scarborough, Robin Hood's Bay. Yeah, Robin Hood's yeah. Bay as well. And my best family vacation, I've got loads to choose from, and I don't think I've got a best one, but New Zealand's up there. That was your life-changing one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, th that was a great holiday. When we did Florida and the Disney thing when the kids were younger, that was brilliant. We did, well, we've done Spain nearly every single year, which we all love. Yeah. So I've not got one standout one, but if New Zealand's up there. Yeah. Mm. What about you? Um, well, we used to go to Mallorca when we were kids. Um, I can't. I don't remember like a amazing standout memory, but I have got a lot of what I thought were funny memories. Um, my mum and dad were <laughs> the parents that everybody else, everybody wanted to have them as parents. A bit mental, like a drink, um, but they were like that when we were kids. <laughs> and I used to find it funny, but my sister used to find it like mortifying. <laughs> embarrassing they were embarrassing um and I c i'll never forget this one time we, we used to go with my mum and dad's friends or if we didn't go with them and stay in the same hotel they'd be 
in the vicinity at the same time I'd mm. always go and meet them and we'd gone to meet these friends one night I think we were in Mallorca and all the men were you know being men bearing in mind they were probably only in the 30s then probably in their early early 30s so way mm. younger than I am now and they were singing Christmas songs before karaoke existed <laughs> <laughs> but they were singing Christmas songs in the summer in this hotel and, and we got chucked out of this hotel. I was about 12. Got chucked out of the hotel because my dad was a <laughs> dick. <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, I do remember my sister being absolutely devastated. Um, yeah, and as a grown-up, I don't know, we've had... Um, we, we have had some nice holidays. We, we've not been anywhere amazing, amazing. We've, we've booked this year to go to Mexico. Right, for two weeks that's probably the biggest holiday as a family that we've had so hopefully it'll be that one mm. something to look forward to mm-hmm. Ooh. what do most people overestimate or underestimate about you oh overestimate or underestimate oh I don't know I don't know if I can answer that but I can answer I can I can tell you a perception that people have of me that isn't actually true, which is kind of an answer, isn't it? People think I'm really outgoing. Oh, I think you are. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually shy. I'm actually a shy person. You're, like, really confident. No, I'm not. I think the older you get... Well, you become more confident in yourself the older Mm. you are because you kind of... The older you get, the less you give a shit. Um, But I think the older you get, the more you realise that if you're going to sit in a corner and be quiet, then you're going to be ignored. And if mm. you want to make things happen or you want to change something or you want to be better, then you've really got to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm. So that's what I do. So I'm not uh, actually as well, outgoing as everyone thinks I am. She says, really having me. recorded a podcast and just sitting here chatting You've absolutely openly. shocked me. Uh, I mean, I'm not... Well, on the, I was quite shy as a child. But I, I've never ever in my adult life been described as shy, and um, people do think I am super confident, and I am, and that is probably a, an overestimation because there are situations where I'm not. Yeah. Um, and I think you do lose your confidence when you, when you leave that corporate cushion, and you go out on your own. You you do have that self-doubt stuff and you become less confident but but to the outside world I can hide that yeah and I think when you when you what you're describing is when you're making a decision and you've not got that cushion of the big corporate Mm. business that's where you well we talk about finding your tribe don't we Mm. and I think that's where those people come in yeah. But I did. I rang you yesterday because I had an idea, and I said I need you to tell me if this is bonkers. And, and <laughs> but it wasn't me, bonkers. <laughs> give it up, or tell me if it's brilliant, and I should look into it. Yeah, yeah. I think on the underestimate thing, I think in in my corporate life, I've worked in predominantly a male environment, and. Um, I have been that alpha female and I can do that. I prefer not to be in that mode 
but I can do it and I think a lot of let's say colleagues customers have underestimated my resilience in that kind of environment mm. and and I can stick it out and I can do it better than most there is no better feeling though is there when somebody underestimates you and then they're like yeah oh they used to because i worked for cisco it was different at apple because everybody knows what apple can do and stuff like that and the brand sells itself in a lot of instances but when i got to cisco and i got into really high-end technical sales i used to go to new like to meet new customers or to meet a customer that had never met me and we used to do this little dance at the beginning of the meeting it'd take about 10-15 oh minutes God, I'd be dying inside they'd like be throwing like technical stuff at me just to sort of test the water and see if I really was who I said I was or yeah. an imposter I'd be like oh god get over it you know let's do this as quickly as possible to a point where towards the end of my career I would start the conversation off like that because I thought get let's just away. You know, it's not a dance. It's, we haven't got time. Let's just I get on I thought you it. actually meant they made you do a jig. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I used you know to that like, sort of metaphorical dancing? Yeah, yeah. I knew what you meant after you'd explained yeah. it. Um, I used to work um, as a merchandiser for a wallpaper company years back. Um, and we used to go into the B&Q stores, like set them up before they opened. And they always had a... Um, like I don't know what they called it like a power five minutes or something and it was just this ridiculous palaver at the beginning of every morning oh like ha- they call it a town hall in American companies maybe but yeah, yeah just or a stu- huddle <laughs> yeah just stupid stuff very Americanized, mm. I would say but and they used to get all the suppliers like come on everybody everybody in and I used to just hide in the racking <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not playing. No trust. <laughs> oh, Jane, I didn't think you'd be taking your bat and ball. <laughs> uh, right, what's something you tried really hard to like but just couldn't? Have we had, did we have this? I can't remember. I think somebody else had this question because I sort of said, "Was is there no, like, food stuffs? Um... I don't like semolina, but, Ooh, but I didn't try no. and like it. I just don't like does it. Does semolina still exist, or was it like a school pudding? No, I think it does still exist. It's sometimes you see it on posh restaurant menus. <laughs> um, it was a school dinner thing, wasn't it? It was a school dinner thing. There's something else I had. I never liked olives. I don't like olives. Um, and then one of Clive's friends told me that he'd made himself like olives because everybody likes them and they're good for you. Yeah. I said, what do you mean you made yourself? And he said, I got a jar of olives and I just started eating them and I forced myself to eat the whole jar. He said, now I love them. And I said to Clive, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to buy the jar. But we went on holiday, I think we were in Portugal or something, and olives do taste different in different countries, yeah. by the way. And uh, I started eating these olives and everyone was like, mm, you don't like olives? I said, no, but I am going to like olives. And I made myself like olives. No, mine would be olives. Oh, and I can't. I've tried. Have I've you tried, tried? I've tried a few times. Green or black or both. I've tried a few, but 
I can't even stand the smell of them. Oh god, they're gorgeous. When you, if you go to like Spain or France or Italy, try a soft green olive, and then tell me you don't like them. I'm going to Lanzarote. Well, that, right. does yeah. that count? Yeah, that's. And my mum loves olives. Yeah. Right, I'll try it again. Try a little like soft green olive. Soft green olive. Right, are, we'll, are you listening, mother? We'll have a review of I that when uh, we have another podcast. <laughs> oh. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh. Do you notice the difference between the way we both reacted to that? You went, ah, oh, and I got, oh. <laughs> What's the best compliment you've ever received? I can't actually remember mine, so I don't, I can't answer that. I don't think I can answer that. We're not very good at doing No, I'm going to ask you a different one because I don't really like that question. Yeah, that's, this the, is a that's bit the beauty of this game. This, <laughs> if you don't like it, we just move on. I'm, Change rules. Yeah, I'm, this is a, sort of on a similar vein. Mm. What are you amazingly good at? Oh. That, see, that's the thing. I'm not one of those, oh, look at me, I'm ace at this, or ace at anything. So those two questions are both a bit... Uh, You're good at marketing. Uncomfortable. Yeah, I am. I'm good at what I do. You, but you, I would never stand up and go, oh, yeah, I'm totally amazing at that because then I'd just be an ass. And I'm not amazing at being an ass. Mm. Well, maybe I am. I'm, I used to be amazingly good at cooking Yorkshire puddings. Oh, I am amazingly good at Yorkshire oh, puddings. Oh, so you... Okay. Yeah, I can so do that. So you can do that. Yeah. I'm also amazingly good at preparing fresh coleslaw. Oh. And... Mi- baking, parking. That's three things that I can... All in the kitchen. Do in the kitchen with good proficiency. But I can't make anything else. Yeah, I can do... Uh, well, I can cook. I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good at a Sunday dinner. So are you amazingly good at it? Yeah, I'm amazingly good at a I Sunday I think we dinner. should have a cook-off because... So Clive's amazingly good at Sunday dinner. Well, Ben's an amazing cook, but he's only just mastered the art of a Sunday dinner because right. I don't, I don't faff and stress about timings. Yeah, it just happens. But he does. But he's he cooked and he cooked Sunday dinner. Sunday just gone actually all by himself because I had just left him right. to it. There's no way I could do that. Absolutely yeah, no. There's no way I could do it. I don't eat meat, so it's. I can't test the meat or anything. The meat's the easiest thing. Well, I I could do, if I did the Yorkshire's the day before and then sort of threw it all together, I could maybe do it. I'm quite good at cauliflower cheese. Yeah, well, and Ben's, I like roasted vegetables. Ben says I'm good at cauliflower cheese, but I don't like it, so I've never actually tasted my cauliflower cheese. Because I don't like cauliflower. That's a bit random. That's another something you tried but to like, but just... Okay, like, oh God, I, I don't like cauliflower. cauliflower cheese. I've had cauliflower soup for me lunch. Ugh. Gorgeous. I'm going to be sat near you mm. later. Gorgeous. Right. I'm speaking a different one because we've had that question. If you could master any instruments on earth, what would it be? Oh. Well, when I was younger, I played the recorder like every other female of our age group yeah. did at school. Yeah. So. Did it at your school? Did the boys have to play as well? Uh. I'm I can't sure. remember I, not I'm doing, sure so it's I just girls at my school. Did. Anyway, um, so I, I did play the recorder to a level, a low level. 
um, we had a piano at home because my mum can play the piano and we were never allowed to play on it. You weren't allowed to touch it? No. So, <laughs> consequently, me and my sister can't play the piano. Then I started playing the cornet because I'm from a family of brass players, <laughs> my dad's side of the family, and I was so bad at it. I did it for a few years and then my dad put me into this band and um, we had to play this piece and we were playing it and I put my cornet down and my dad said, what are you doing? And I said, I've finished, but nobody else had. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I always look at people that can play the piano or the guitar with massive ember. Yeah, I'm the same with, um, well, both, but I can never imagine myself playing the piano. I, I did once go for, it was organ lessons, which I can't say the word organ without being immature about it. Um, <laughs> did you just get that? <laughs> um, I couldn't get past the scales, it was boring. <laughs> So I gave up. But if I if I ever go to a party or someone's house and someone's playing the guitar, you know, you have a party where hmm. there's like ends up being a bit of a sing a sing along type hmm. thing. And as you know, I love to sing, which you find hilarious. Um, somebody told me last week that you were a really, really amazing somebody, singer. Somebody else said to me that somebody had said to her at an event you were at, and I said, "Was Michelle sat there?" And she said, "Yeah." And I said, "I bet she laughed her head off." I didn't. I was just shocked. She said, no, she's a really, really good singer. And I went, oh, right, okay. Maybe uh -oh. I've underestimated but yeah, you. yeah, if I could just sit and... I don't know. She said we should get you singing on the podcast. No. But anyway, going back, so if somebody gets a guitar out, do you sing? Yeah, if I'm drunk. Right. Which, to be fair, if you're at a party and someone gets a guitar out, you're all drunk, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can't shut me up when I'm drunk. Right. That's how you need to get That's how you can get me to sing. Right then, that's a podcast with booze sorted. <laughs> what did you want to be when you were 10 years old? Oh. 15. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's awful, isn't it, being 10? You just want to grow up, don't you, when you're that age? It's like no man's land. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that, because when, when you're 10, you're changing schools. Well, I did, I went to middle school, and you... Brownies has finished. You've started guides. It's just a funny age, isn't it? Yeah, you're in double digits, so you're a think you're a bit of a grown up, but you're not, but you're not. grown up enough. Yeah, people still yeah. treat you like a child. Um, I don't. I don't. What did you want to do for a job when you were? 10? I don't think I had. I didn't know what I wanted to do I for a two, job until I was about thirty-two. I had two options: hairdresser, yeah, or nurse. Yeah, I can't believe I wanted to be a nurse. I mean, I've got absolutely no attributes that a nurse. No, you don't strike me as the. Um, nurse I, I could. I quite like the social side of hairdressing. You know, you talk to different people all day. Yeah, but you talk about the same thing all day every day. Mm, possibly. Anyway, I'm I'm neither, so it doesn't matter, does it? No, and I don't think there's there can't be many people who actually are what they want to be when they were ten years old. We had this um, question when we interviewed Danny Gruff, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we have seen because we'd, be we'd spent player. the entire yeah, yeah. interview talking about how we always, always, always wanted to be a rugby player and then got that question. Yeah. So obviously, we're a rugby player. So I, but other than him, I don't know anybody who is actually what 
they wanted to be when they were 10 years old mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So, should we do one more? Yeah. Um, if you were heading out on a road trip right this minute, what would you pack? My dog. I was just going to say, you better say Max the dog. Yeah, my dog and all his paraphernalia. Uh, what about your husband and your kids? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <coughs> yeah, I'd take Clive and the kids if they wanted to come. They're more interested in doing other stuff yeah. with their interests. Yeah. What would I take? Take my walking boots. Because I'm thinking about where I'd be going on a road trip and I'm thinking getting a big motorhome and driving all out Scotland or something. Yeah. Yeah, take me outdoor stuff. You can get everything else, can't you? Yeah. Mm. Take your purse. Yeah. (laughs) Don't bother with any clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I like to have my toiletries. I can never do that thing where you just take carry on because my toiletries weigh about 10 kilos. I'm doing that next week. No, that's not for me. I don't know whose idea that was. No. That we, I was once booked on a flight to, um, to Spain with some girlfriends and somebody else had booked the flight and I didn't realise that the, that we were only taking carry on until the night before. And I said, absolutely no way, that is not going to work for me. And Clive had to get on and he paid like an extra hundred pounds for me to take a bag on because it would have ruined me all of it. If I, there's no, I need all my toiletries. Yeah. And I'd got every outfit planned for day and evening and there's no room for error. And I still couldn't fit and carry on. Yeah, well we're going for five days, but we are meeting my mum and dad. So I'm hoping stuff like shampoo and that kind of thing my mum's got. Right. Are you staying in the same place? As We're them? staying in the oh, right, apartment, okay. yeah. yeah. So they've been there three weeks already, two, two and a half weeks. Um, so I'm hoping stuff like that they'll have. And then I've got my like cleanser and everything. I've bought mini, mini versions, mm. travel versions. Um, yeah, so. And then clothes. I'll just have to wear everything mm. on the flight. <laughs> just wear all my clothes <laughs> that and, just... and use my bag for shoes. <laughs> That would not be fair. The the only upside of going abroad for me is I don't take heels anymore. Flat sandals or flip flops. No, I'm not I'm not taking heels. It's yeah. gonna be quite a casual casual holiday, so good. Uh mm, this is a bit weird. Is there something that you would like to change about yourself? Oh god, yeah, everything. Like what? Like that might be a shorter question if you say physical 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 I was going to say mentally but I meant emotionally either physical change or personal change personality wise if I could change anything I'd make myself one of those people that when they'd had a stressful day went right I'm going for a run or I'm going to the gym (laughs) and not one of those people that goes oh god I've had a shit day where's the the wine I'd love to be one of those people and I've tried so hard to be that person but I'm just not so therefore physically <laughs> I've changed um, that's like a means to an end isn't it lipo facelift nose job thick teeth probably keep my boobs oh gosh 
I um And my feet are alright. Um mm, What would I change about myself? Uh, You're indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> I can be a bit judgy. Really? I try not to be. And then when I'm doing it, I hate that I'm doing it. Do you know you're doing it when you're doing it? Yep. It's not a trait that I like. Uh, yeah, so less judgmental, I think. Yeah. Um, physically, I would... I'm not really a fan of surgery and all that. Oh, no, I'm not. It's intervention. It's expensive um, and it's scary. But yeah, no... I, th- I need probably a bit more time to think about that. <laughs> we haven't got a bit more time. Yeah. Do you want another question? Right, let's have one last question okay. I'm going to ask you. What are you most grateful for right now in this moment? Uh, okay, can I pick multiple things? Well, yeah, but you still have to say which one you're most grateful I'm grateful for my health. Yeah. Um, secondary my family happiness my dog what about that you met me and we oh yeah I'm grateful for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm grateful that for you that might be the last episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm grateful for you I'm grateful for um, I'm grateful for a lot of things in fact I listened to something on a podcast the other day about gratitude and this practice of gratitude where you seek out things that you're grateful for throughout the day Um, and that if you are seeking gratitude you can live a more fulfilled life but it's just about recognising isn't it you know you you can whiz through life Get to the end of the day and go, oh, that were a bit rubbish. Mm. But by taking time out, I mean, I'm not going to do this. I'll, I'll admit that right now. But well, by you're not going to write down ten things that you grew. No, I've not mm. got time for okay. that. But if, I think if you were, if you're in a, if you're not in a very good place, yeah, then it's probably a good thing to practice because it makes you stop and think. All those little things that you're grateful mm. for add up to be one big thing, mm. don't they? Mm. And there's probably more of them than there are the rubbish things. Yeah, I would guess. What are you grateful for? Um, in this moment, right now, I'm great. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I met you and you asked me to do a podcast. Brilliant. And that you and that you have a gym in your house, so you're helping me on my on my road to having. Um, hang on, let me find the question. I wonder what was your question. Um, helping me on the road to changing something about myself. That was the one. Right. Are you not grateful for your family? I am grateful for my family. Yeah. <laughs> Um, of course I am and my baby boy who will kill me for saying that because he's 13 does he actually listen to it man. actually no <laughs> no he won't even we're, right. we're safe it's then. fine it's fine <laughs> right okay so we're going to wrap it up there so yeah. hope everybody's enjoyed our second instalment of our moments getting to know you more and I Should think we call we, it um, yeah I think we need to um Get some new cards, don't we? Yeah, definitely. I'm yeah. starting to um, yeah. repeat. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
This podcast has been brought to you from the studios of Absolute Media UK Limited at Lockwood Park, Huddersfield. Apart from the recording facilities, we are totally independent radio advertising experts. We plan, buy, create, produce and deliver the whole radio campaign. Thanks for listening.